Hi, you're on Earth Tribe Radio, www.earthtriberadio.com. Hey, Fiona. Hey, Joe. Guess what we're going to talk about today. What are we going to talk about today? Specifically, we're going to talk about the joy of dogs. They are such amazing beings, aren't they? Mm-hmm. I know we both have dogs living with us, and from I think just about all my life, all my life actually, we've had dogs living yeah. with us. So if you, uh, and, and actually it's interesting because even the royals in England always have I dogs. Don't. You can see them in all of their... Corgis. Royal, well, corgis now that used to be mm-hmm. the, the, all sorts of, if you look at all the royal portraiture, almost yeah. all of it, not Queen Elizabeth, but most of the others, you, you see, not Queen Elizabeth the first, the second, yeah. she's got all, like nine corgis, I think. But you see them through all the paintings yeah. that have come down for, you know, a good thousand years of... Of people with with dogs and the reason we love dogs so much is they just are the most amazing loyal loving beings mm-hmm. exactly no matter what you do no matter where you are no matter what you're going into they are there for you as long as you don't hurt them yeah. or they haven't been hurt then it sometimes takes took us 18 usually 18 months to two years for someone a dog who has been traumatized in some way, treated badly, to start coming back and being trusting again. But uh, they are just the most amazing and wonderful beings. We had we had a number of experiences living in the wilderness, out here in Ojai, where we lived in a canyon, a wilderness canyon, where people used to dump their unwanted dogs. Can you believe that? Or their pets? It was just. Awful, 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 awful. And most of them arrived at our house in some way, <laughs> our cabin, some way, somehow, in some fashion, and every single one of them has been the most wonderful beings in our lives. They've taught us so many. Now, one that we found, which was a coyote, and uh, she came to us because she was starving, and so uh, that was very interesting. And uh, she lived with us for a long time and had puppies on a full moon. And, and she died on a full moon, so coyote-like, you know. She was, And she traveled with us. She went to classes with me. She was wonderful. And every dog that we have has wind up at our, at our door has been the biggest gift in our life taught us so many things so many things and as you said there's one uh, black dog that black dog we named him dumped again in the canyon then hit by a truck and so we had to take him to the emergency we had no idea whose dog this was or anything but um, this was a an amazing dog who we could tell had never had always been abused had ne- didn't know how to play didn't know how to play, but he had so much love for us. Um, and go- golly, I, I miss him. I miss him. Well, I think for us, we're always the dogs are bridges into love. Yeah, because I, I agree with that. You know, you you can go out of the world, and you come back, and you can be exhausted or whatever. And here's the, I have 
a little uh, middle-sized dog, but he's usually sitting watching out the window. And every single time I come back, it's like the first time he's ever seen, seen me. me. He's jumping up <laughs> so and kissing excited. me. And, yeah. and it's just like this most wonderful welcome that you get, no matter where you've been, if it's been 10 minutes or if it's been 10 hours. Well, we never leave them for 10 hours, but... Yeah, it, yeah, they're just all. He's always so incredibly happy. This this always reminds me, and I've done this, spoken about this on another podcast. But the 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 our North Native Americans tell a story of what the the gift of the dog, as you said, is loyalty. We all have a gift. The two leggeds, the humans have a gift. The the animals have a gift. The plants have a gift. They we all have a gift. The gift of the dog. And they tell this wonderful story about how before the humans, the two-leggeds, came into the earth, uh, they used to understand each other's language. It was like they all spoke the same sort of language and everything was in harmony. And then they knew that the two-leggeds were going to come in and were going to bring disharmony in the earth, disharmony. And so they had a big council. All the animals came together and said, well, what do we do? What do we do? And the dog stepped forward and said, look... I will give up my freedom and be their best friend, be loyal and teach them loyalty and teach them love and companionship and all these things that we need so that we can all live together happily. Mm -hmm. So that was the intention of the dog is to come and be our best friend, to be our teacher, to be loyal and loving and um, protective it's a circle, and uh, as long again as they haven't been hurt, and if they have been hurt, and because one, the chihuahua we have wasn't hurt, she was a little scared of plates. Somebody must have not, you know, like banged plates because she's terrified of that. But the little papillon mix is terrified of anybody lifting a hand. Not me, not women, but men, mm. any man lifting a hand. It's gotten slowly, slowly, slowly better, and he's being able to come near men mm-hmm. for the last couple of years. But it, it takes a while if they've been abused, but yeah. they almost always come back. And that comes to training for me. I know people sometimes feel they have to have to train dogs. And it's so important to remember that uh, it, you can do it lovingly. My sister, deceased sister, was a horse trainer, and she did it in just with love. Mm-hmm. She would kiss them and hug them and hold them and lay on them, and, and by the time she'd finished, she could just put the saddle on and she could ride them. There was no need to break them. And it's the same with dogs. There's somebody in Ohio, used to be in Ohio, that I would see yanking the dogs. And people, you know, um, it, it's like, yeah. you don't need to do that. Mm-hmm. I find that if you love the dogs, they start to be able to listen to you. I mean, just forgetting animal communication even here. There's just a, a, a sink that you get with them, and they do listen to you. And um, with all the old dogs that have been living with us, um, that I've never needed to have them on leashes mm-hmm. because they, they listen. Mm-hmm. The young ones, not so much, because they get they either they're either based on the their nose or on their eyes, and they just off the way they go because they're excited. Right. I also think that sometimes the fear of our own personal fears get put onto the dogs. 
So if we're really fearful of something, we, yeah. we can put them onto the dogs, and they will respond and act accordingly. So if we can uh, maybe start visualizing what we would like with our dogs and or how we would like to be able to interact with them and have them what we would like them to do, and uh, you'll find slowly they'll start to do it. It's amazing, really. So I love the way you said that the visualizing because it's been my experience that... Um, if I can visualize something with the dogs, I mean, I, I, that's, how you, that's how there's communication with the animals. Um, if I have to go somewhere, I will visualize going and coming back, okay? And I will visualize, like I always say to them, okay, guys, you're in charge, okay? Now you need to guard this and you need to do that and we'll be right back. And I visualize it, and they get it. They get it. And if I'm away, by the time I get to the, the beginning of the canyon, I would visualize to them, all right, I'm coming back. I'm at the top of the canyon. Wait for me. And they'll be at the door because they'll know they'll have got that. I, I left uh, my miniature poodle at my parents when I left home, with my parents when I left home. And he became Mum's dog. And uh, he was the most amazing. I was away for a year traveling after college. And when I came back that night, he jumped up and started to dig the bed up like he always did, like he'd done a year before. Yeah. And when I left, um, he would wait for my mom. He, he, no matter what time of the day she was gone, and it wasn't consistent, he would be there at the door a half an hour before she came home, my dad said. So he knew? He knew, he psychically mm -hmm. knew she was coming because she'd already had the idea. She, they mm -hmm. lived in the hills. So he had the idea that she was coming. So he would just be standing at the door. So that's how your dad knew her. when your mom was Yes, that's hey, how he knew that she was coming. I love it when they do that. <laughs> and uh, so dogs are incredibly psychic and amazingly connected to you. They have this bond with us yeah. that we can we can actually if we open our hearts and breathe into our hearts we can feel what it is they want mm -hmm. um they're they're highly sensitive to to energy healing mm -hmm. and just to generally energy and um they're our best friend in many ways even i we've rescued several of them that have been dumped in the canyon and come to live with us we're pit bulls and Oh, they, they're wonderful dogs. They are, they are. absolutely wonderful dogs. There's the, the one we have now, Blue. She is just the happiest, happiest dog. She's got this smile on her face. She loves people. And, you know, she's she's quite, you know, she's built. Solid. Solid. And she'll go running up to people. Uh, and, you know, people could be scared, but she's got this smile. There's something about her, and they... They just love her. They love her. There's, yes, they love her. With my coyote, I used to have to, I tied, I got her fixed after she had her puppies, uh, and then I awarded her with a red bandana. No, no collars or anything, but a red bandana, and she loved that. She wouldn't take any other color. She wanted that red bandana. But when we traveled with her and we'd camp out in the wilderness or something, that was really good. So people knew she belonged to somebody rather than, you know, try to shoot her. I know, terrible, but she was wonderful. To, she was a wonderful companion. We have uh, had many dogs, and one of them was a pit lab mix, mm -hmm. and he had a massive hit. He was just dad was a huge black lab and his mom was full-bred pit. And he was the sweetest, mm -hmm. funniest, cutest 
dog. He really was such a great friend. Mm -hmm. So if you have dogs, ask yourself, what can I do for them today as far as connecting? Mm -hmm. Because it's going to change everything. They're connecting with you all the time. They're sensing you. Mm -hmm. They're sensing your needs. And quite often you'll find if you're upset or you're stressed or something, they'll come and be with you and try to help you. So if you just put a little bit more attention onto that. And just to add a little bit, there's so many dogs that are sensitive to illnesses. You know this, you've, you've read this, that uh, people who've had cancer, there's a, the dogs will know it. They can sense illnesses. So pay attention. Get this communication with your, with your dog because your dog will always let you know because they will know if you're feeling sad one day. It doesn't mean you're sick or you have cancer or anything, but there's something wrong, and they will be there to, to give attention to you and a love love to you and to help you as they give that love it switches your energy yes. from worry into balance and if you just allow that to put more attention say oh he or she's coming to me now they're helping me to balance they're helping me to find that bridge to a greater state of peace or well-being and uh, we're going to have a show on cats but I did have a cat that lived with us who when people were on I used to do a lot of energy work people were on the table she would go immediately to where the problem was and she gent- she was a small cat she gently need mm. and if it wasn't on the spot it was near the spot and so animals are amazing healers in themselves yes. uh, she only did that until she was about 17 and then she, she was too old she was she couldn't do that anymore because she needed the energy for herself and so if it, if an animal's coming to you just know that they're very often unless it's for food or water or something uh, that it it's to help you with something yeah. and it can be very beneficial to stop and say okay so what is it that you but don't fuss about it don't try to make it too intellectual like what are you trying to tell me yeah you're not like that but like i'm here to listen and you can also say if you don't understand show me mm-hmm. just say show me show me and stand there and say show me because they will they'll they'll bring you to the 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 trouble that they're having with something the, the connection between humans and Dogs and cats are one is wonderful. Yes, we'll have a show on cats soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're different, but in many ways, so much the same. In that the connection is a powerful thing between humans. And a dogs different, and different cats. connection altogether. Yes, different connection. And uh, dogs are just. No matter what happens, no matter what goes on, the dog will always be by your side if you allow it. Yeah. And uh, they, even if they're just under the, like I've got an under the bed dog who likes to live under the bed if he's not doing something. <laughs> when we were buying our house burnt, so when we were furnishing, get looking at furnishings, which we've bought now, the bed for the master bedroom, yeah. we had to, we went through the store looking, how, how high is the bed? <laughs> so that, because he has to have an under yeah. the bed. So, and he just, he goes there and he just makes his little comfy bed that we give him the things and he's just, he's just calm there and he just loves his under the bed so we can put in and dogs have been with people since the beginning of time yeah I mean uh, oh I remember we had this was another rescue I was in Mexico this is a uh, and being driven in a car and the car in front of us opened the door on the highway and threw out all these puppies and 
it was terrible. Uh, so we scooped them up, and I kept one. We found homes for them, and I brought one home. And it turns out it was a breed called Sholo Esquinkly. And these are hairless dogs, one of the oldest dogs in the world. And they're famous for having warmth. And they're bred because people who have arthritis or, you know, people will go to the breeders and sit there and have this puppy or these dogs on their laps healing their hands. So they're known as healers and spirit dogs, Sholo Exquinkly. And the reason these puppies were thrown out is they had a very light coating of hair. So oh. they were thought, oh, they, you know, so they were being thrown away. Oh, my golly, are they magical dogs? Are they magical dogs? These Sholo Exquinkly's. Because every dog has a different kind of, uh, it's like labs are just pure joy. Mm-hmm. They're like funny and they're water dogs and they're playful mm-hmm. and you know and chihuahuas are like feisty and and uh, on the house and and just like full of joy as well and most dogs have a lot of joy but each dog has a different personality so if you're looking for a companion and you go to a shelter please don't go to a breeder go to a shelter, shelter. Um, or find someone who's got puppies that they're giving away for free it, if you buy it it promotes the the, um, puppy mills. Puppy mills, and those. A friend of mine found a, a dog on the side of the road with a half-birthed dog inside her, and they said they were pretty sure the vet said she was from a puppy mill. So my friend um, had her all whatever she had to have done and then she adopted her but they said that happens all the time mm-hmm. when the dogs are no use they take them and That's dump them on the road our, our blue our, our um, uh, pit bull blue she was probably a breeder in a puppy mill because when we got her she had all her milk you know uh, in, and uh, running around on the street she'd been hit by a car so we took her in and she's such a lovely girl. She's such a lovely girl. So if you can, I know there are some people who really, really want a particular dog, but you know what? There are rescues all over mm-hmm. the, uh, the the St. Bernard that was, uh, we were caring for, for a friend up the road uh, who was trying to adjust him, him into their property when the fire hit. Um, he came from a St. Bernard rescue. Mm-hmm. And so when we evacuated from the fire, we took the dog with us and my husband's small, Mercedes and he threw up all of over all of his suits that he had grabbed <laughs> but anyway a poor little th- big thing he's 120 pounds um, but when we got to the place one of the places where we were going it was Camarillo actually um, the my niece came and got him but then when she took him to LA to her place the puppy uh, the rescue came and picked him up because you have to sign a paper yeah. saying you will return the dog to the rescue rather than putting them in the pound right. so if you're looking for a specific Specific dog, go to one of that breed's rescues. Right. They're all you, you can you, get. You've them. got the greyhound rescues, the whippet rescues. They have rescues everywhere and for every mm-hmm. kind of dog, um, including even St. Giles spaniels. Uh, so if you look for a rescue. But yet, what I love, my experience has been, uh, we rescued a dog from the pound when he became pet of the week, which was the indication that he was going to be put down. Right. And both my husband and I saw his picture di- at different times. And then we said to each other the day that he was, should we go have a look? So we went there and 
it was hard to tell what he was. He looked like a goat when he sat in the car. People would think we were traveling with a goat. And he was wonderful. So the coyote that we had wasn't so pleased that we brought another uh, animal into the house. It sometimes takes a while for the world to adjust, so you can't give up. It's like you have to, if you're bringing a new animal into the house, you have to give them a few months to adjust and not not just take them back automatically. Exactly, exactly. We had a cat that was rescued, too, that lived 27 years, would you believe, which was a bully cat an orange and white cat that we also got from the pound when he was teeny, teeny, teeny. But he used to fight with coyotes and all that, so he would always fight with our coyote girl. But um, it was wonderful. What every, if I keep feeling if we can find one that needs us and that we would need them, then we would learn yeah. something from them. Yes. If we just go look for the certain breed... That's nice. We'll have that breed. But if you just go to the pound and see, you know, is there one that you connect with? We did that with Zoe. Zoe. In that she she was on the last week. Yeah. She'd been there three months, and the reason it was because there were five chihuahuas in each of the pens, and if if they were aggressive, they were euthanized right away. So she becomes docile in unusual situations. She's very feisty when she's in a situation she knows. And uh, it took her, about again, about a year or 18 months to find her voice. Yeah. Now she's very vocal and very feisty, oh, yeah. and I don't like to stop the feistiness yeah. because it took her 18 months to find it. But she's joyous, she's funny, she's, um, she's such a great companion. And, and if you allow, rather than feeling like you've got to control the dogs, if you allow them their personality to come out and work with them rather than force them to yeah. do what you want. Exactly. It, it, you'll find this incredible being that you hadn't... Uh, that's why with the training, you can do it all through... through Even with a huge pit lab, we did it all through love and through just telling him and communicating what it was that we wanted. See? I love it. I love it when we get the surprise of, oh... I was supposed to be adopting a a chihuahua, a deer tick chihuahua, a deer chihuahua, long-legged one mm-hmm. uh, that somebody was giving away. When I went to Mexico, I said, I'll pick him up on the way back, from, or pick her up on the way back from Mexico. And then I, th- this person threw the the dogs out of the car, so I, I just took one of those. Um, had no idea what, it was just the weirdest looking breed but oh what a wonderful dog and I would never have known I would never have known the gift of that that breed or that that animal if I had just gone to a shop or bought something yeah. else you know so you you're gonna it's amazing and and uh it's almost like they call out for you yeah. <clears throat> energetically when you go to the pound i have a hard time because i want to bring them all back with yes, me I know. <laughs> <laughs> this is earth we're talking about dogs and the amazingness of them this is earth tribe radio www.earthtriberadio.com your home on planet earth